see his lights. Lights everywhere. All shiny. All shiny. I'm still kind of sick, too, so I have sick voice. Good. Yeah. Gives you that extra bass. I don't need extra bass. You don't, which is why it's going to be fantastic. I need less bass. (laughs) Bass, bass, bass. So. What's up? You ready? Are you? I just ate some pretzels. Oh, good. Peanut so butter. extra salty right peanut now. Peanut butter pretzels. So oh, it's good. You're going to be lip smacking. Yeah, no. You're like a dog with peanut butter You're the, the lip smacker. You're, you smack hard. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, <clears throat> fate worse than death. That's true. Welcome to The Legend of Things. Okay, it's almost a minute. Ready? Sure. Is that is that important? Nope. Welcome to the Legend of Things, episode ninety five. I'm Sean. I am Brock Lesnar. Yeah, with the dumb tattoo and everything. Yeah. Um, My name is John. Probably. Yeah, John. John Brock Lesnar. <laughs> yeah. Brock Lesnar is my middle name. Yeah, it's true. And um, you know, it's our podcast about stuff and things. Yeah, generally true. And um, generally true things. Yeah, well, sometimes. As far as we know. I'd give it a 50-50. Generally true. Probably higher. maybe fake news. I don't know if you can hashtag a podcast, per se. I guess. Hashtag no research. Hashtag no regrets. (laughs) Um, So last episode, we came in a little poppy. Did we? So um, I'd turn it down. It looks like we're still coming in pretty hard, but this isn't dinging. The mixer isn't dinging, so... (laughs) Oh, no, yours is a little. Nope, they're both dinging a little bit. Okay. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, maybe I just won't turn it up. Maybe. turn it up a fraction afterwards. Well, if it pops, it's still going to distort. It's true. Um, Oh, well. Nothing changed. I don't know what the deal is. This is life now. Yeah. So, um, I'm sick. Yay. I have a sick voice. I'm getting better. Dumb. (gasps) I have the hiccups, too, apparently. (laughs) And I almost burped. (laughs) It's still in there. And you've got salty pretzel peanut butter. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, Jesus. Pardon me. Oh, my God. Maybe. Let's leave. just call it off. Maybe leave it in. Um, <laughs> so what's up, man? Not a whole lot. I haven't seen you in it's a couple. It's been a, a smidge of a, time. A week and a half? Yeah, since we played Warhammer. Yeah, Door Jammers. Door Jammer exclusive. Yeah. That was pretty fun. Did I got you en- rolled. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel like it's going to go for me when I play you next. I don't think so. I think the tank... I don't have any, like, tank busters. So I'm only three tanks, though. Interesting. Like, if you get up on them... So it's going to be super high rolly. Yeah. I'm going to get up on one of them. Yeah. Well... Yeah. So the key is you can get up on one. Yeah. That's fine. One will have flamers. That will be the lead one. That makes sense. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, basically... It'll withdraw, and then everyone else will open up on yeah. you. Yeah. That's the... That's what I'm expecting. That's the goal here. I'm just running a bunch of goats. Like yeah. I found that they were really effective in the last game that I played against Blood Angels. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if it's just because he stacked, like, the same unit three times. Well, Blood... I mean, he was Death Guard. I mean, um, Death Company. Death Watch? Death Company. Okay. And Death Company is, like, only one unit. Oh. So... Okay. They yeah. just use some of the Blood Angel rules. They're a faction of Blood Angels. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, they that have black armor then. and stuff. Sure. Yeah, that makes more sense why it was all the same stuff. Like, everybody in the group kind of ran the same thing. They should all run basically headlong into each other. It was weird. It was like, that was all jump troops. 
there was one uh, Tyranid group that was all Jeans dealers. The other one was all Carnifexes. Yeah. It was just like a lot of heavy stacks. That one sucked. Apparently for low cost games, that's the way to go. Yes. But like for our meta, that's not how we play. Yeah. So it's weird. Yeah. I just went as spread out as I could. Yeah. These, I get, so did I. Yeah. And I got fucking steamrolled. I whooped ass. Yeah. Mainly so, because of the Goatman. I feel like these guys play more. And, yeah, and absolutely. actually, like, pay attention to competitive lists. Yes. And I don't. Yeah. So I don't foresee this going well for the Imperium, <laughs> as it were. Well, the guy that you were playing with, I think he used to run a GW store. Or John? Your, your Imperium buddy. Other John? Oh, uh, David. Good mm-hmm. fellow. Good friend. Yeah. Good buddy. Good guy. Goodman. He's a cool guy. Yeah, he is. Did he? Well, he I knows like, stuff. I like all of those people. They're very nice. Ken joined our... Um, Oh yeah, your, Dan game. Your Dan game. Yeah. The old RPG factor. Super funny. How do you uh how do you like the system so far? I like it. Um I have the same impressions yeah. still. You That's know, fair. like I don't think I've gotten deep enough to like change that mm-hmm. so far. Um we'll that makes see. Sense. We've yeah. only seen the first class. Once we get into the advanced class. Right, I'm in the advanced class, but I haven't gotten to use it yet. Oh, so Okay. It seems rad. Yeah. Like, every time you upgrade, if they're that significant of changes, I think this can be pretty sweet. Yeah, I'm curious. Mm-hmm. And just learning kind of how to play still, True. you know, because there's a lot of, like, oh, I should have done this, or oh, I should have done that. You guys have a weird group comp, No though. shit, it sucks. <laughs> you got, what, three back lines and one yourself in the all, front line? All back lines. All back lines. Yeah. Four back lines and me. Wow. Yeah. Our group is opposite. We have, like, four front lines and two back lines. Yeah. And then I kind of shift between two. Well, Dan's like, oh, man, these guys, like, ran a train and, like, did all this stuff. And I'm like, well, I can't. Yeah. Like. It is impossible. Yeah. Because you just, the weight of numbers is too crazy. It's too nuts. Yeah. Like, I'm getting, despite rolling a ton of ones, Mm -hmm. like, I'm getting hammered every turn. (laughs) Yeah. And then I get all my dice back. And then I get hammered. Then I get all my dice back. Super spiky. It's weird. But so far it works. Yeah. So. We had a interesting run in where um we ended up we're trying to get the first mission done where you go to the fort yeah and it's like check out the fort there's a runner he didn't come back let's figure out what happened the horseman oh the runner yeah Yeah. the guy with the message that was like a month late Uh uh-huh and so we start going there we rescue some girl from the bandits yes and then we go to the next town that's on the way to the fort yeah like hey did you see a girl that was with some bandits yeah and we're like yeah she went that away and they're like we're placing you under temporary arrest and we're going to take you to the baron right now because he's going to want to talk to you oh right i'm like fuck so we go up into his place it's surrounded by guards captain the guards are all super decked out yeah his like castle yeah the baron's there Mm -hmm. and they're like so um what'd you see and we're like nothing he's like i don't believe you i'm gonna throw you in prison now reasonable and instead we decided to do combat yeah and being the hunter i marked him and then shot the shit out of him for the next few rounds and he died yeah oh, full of arrows okay i soloed him which yeah. is great dope and then we ended up um getting run out of town sort of under our own devices we threw some drugs on the ground and everybody in the castle pretty much started hallucinating so they're like faces coming out of the walls uh-huh. we ran in terror and escaped that castle but we're stuck in the city yeah so that is way off the rails we derailed heavily yeah so we killed somebody mm-hmm. i killed somebody i killed the baron yeah he saw better days yeah he's and dead now yeah now i'm not sure what we're gonna do because we don't have weapons because we dropped them all when we yeah fake surrendered 
We're like, yeah, sure, here's our weapons, and then stealthily drip poison, or noxious drugs, whatever they were. Where'd you get those? Can't tell you. Okay. It's magic. You'll probably run across it. Dope. Yeah. But <laughs> ended up doing that, and now we're here with no weapons, stuck in a town that is hostile towards us. Yeah, I broke all my weapons. That's impressive, too. And my shield. <laughs> Hitting a magic book. Mm-hmm. It's confusing. Well, I hit a guy with a shield, oh. and the shield broke. And then I hit the book <laughs> separately, and the, sh- the hammer broke. Uh-huh. And I was like, cool. Nice. But luckily, we had a spare sword. That's good. Because we took mics. I'd like that you can uh, upgrade your class, get a great sword, and shield bash with your metal fist. We'll see how it works. Yeah. I it mean, sounds it, cool. It's like six points. I need six experience to get to it, so uh, it's going to be forever. Yeah, ways away. But, yeah. I like the fantasy of it. So far, so good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I Yeah thematically it works mm-hmm. um we'll see yeah speaking of tabletop stuff what? did you read any more of the pathfinder second edition things no tell me about it so i guess we haven't talked about it on the podcast but not yet pathfinder announced second edition mm-hmm. um they're doing a play test in august yep kind of an interesting approach to play tests they're going to have the pdfs available for free mm-hmm. but you can also buy hardbound versions for money that's so interesting i agree sell your play test for money i agree um, and have it free. Afterwards? No, immediately. Same oh, time. Okay. You sure. can buy a hardbound or you can get the PDF for yeah. free. So I'll probably buy it. Because. Um, Just why not? Yeah. Sure. I'm an adult. <laughs> I have money for things. Adult. You know, I mean, on paper, I'm an adult. Mm-hmm. Um, Technically correct. Yeah. <laughs> so far, it seems really interesting, though. So mm-hmm. they've done like seven little articles about how things are going to change. Okay. Um, the, late, the last one that came out today tuesday was a a preview of the fighter class nice um pretty interesting Mm -hmm. and what's the what are some of the main differences that have been shown so far so feats Uh are a very defining point for your class now so for example like when you hit level two with cleric you get a cleric feat Mm. cleric feats are like your cleric abilities so as you take your cleric path two clerics are not the same okay which is cool, in my opinion. How so, varied are the paths? I don't know yet. Okay. But it's not a path per se. It's just a feat Got it. thing. So I think you're kind of just cherry picking the powers you want. Mm-hmm. Or if you want to just... The example they gave was you can be better at healing or you can essentially get turned undead or another domain power. Sure. That kind of stuff. Okay. So I feel like they've kind of deconstructed the classes and then said, like, hey, like you choose what abilities you get at what levels now. That's what it sounds like. Which Instead seems of, potentially cool. Yeah. Instead of taking the archetypes that they had before where it was just like yeah. a list of 20, it's just, hey, you can pick from any of these abilities. Right. Right. Exactly. And then also it really differentiates you playing the same class. Mm-hmm. You know, you're like, oh, I'm a cleric and I took this and went this way. Mm-hmm. And then you, the next cleric you play, you can be like, I'm completely different. Yep. Um, it now, sounds like a great idea. I agree. I totally agree. I like the grab bag of things. Yes. And I think a lot of people are into that now. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> everything you see. Grab it! <laughs> Sorry. I'm super burpy. It's because of that pretzel. I think it is, which is weird. <laughs> I must have gulped it or something. <laughs> Just like a duck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, what else? Um, okay, everything's very... Uh, proficiency based and now proficiency breaks into like i think it's five or six types oh tiers sure for everything so like you have a will proficiency you have like a fortitude proficiency so basically how Mm. it breaks down is like untrained trained uh 
better than that yeah <laughs> better than that and uh-huh. then like legendary sure and legendary is like the epic level of things okay where like you're never gonna fail one of those things. you can but like a legendary stealth because mm-hmm. ba- basically like bends the rules of like what's physically possible sure so that's kind of cool you get into that realm of like you're so good at it that it's almost magic yeah which which is neat it's always approved of I yeah, like it. I totally like it. The example they gave was like uh, as a fighter, if you have legendary athletics, let's say you want to jump 20 feet in the air and like smack a wyvern and put, pull it to the ground or mm-hmm. some shit. And they're like, yeah, roll it legendary. Like you can do it. Like sure. there's a potential for you to be able to do it because you're a fucking badass. That's cool. So does it, it kind of does take, it add a hard number. It does, but it's very low. What so is... like no proficiency is zero. Okay. Um, there's four tiers. Sure. So I just figured it out. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> then it goes plus one, plus two, plus three. That's it. That's it. What? Yeah. So this is super streamlined. It seems like it's super streamlined. Just like fifth edition was for 3.5. Yeah. They're just distilling it down to core aspects. It seems that way. Huh? So, it doesn't say how ability scores roll into that or anything like that. Sure. It did mention that as you gain levels, you'll get bonuses to multiple ability scores like you do in Starfinder. Okay. I like that. So we'll see how that rolls out. Um, okay. So the interesting stuff about turns, mm-hmm. turns boil down to three actions. Hmm. That's um, new. Which can be, Maybe. well, it <laughs> streamlines things. Yeah. So they said in Pathfinder they had three action types Mm -hmm. and then one that happens sometimes yeah and they're like we want to get away from like sometimes stuff like reactions and shit like that sure um i like that idea yeah so basically they've streamlined it where you can like do multiple attacks at Mm -hmm. a penalty or you can do like this thing takes two actions Mm -hmm. and then you can do something else xyz kind of simplified yeah absolutely um the double attacks at a penalty sounds like uh, Savage Worlds kind of stuff. Savage Worlds, like the old Star Wars Saga edition, sure. like that kind of stuff, which yeah. really was the forerunner, I think, for a lot of this higher-end system stuff. It's just cyclical. It's weird. <laughs> it's coming um, back to where it began. Well, they always said that was like 3.75. Mm, sure. And then they just never really capitalized on it and yep. came out with 4th edition. <laughs> like a bunch of a-holes. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Um, I know, I'm sorry. So... What else? Um, the fighter thing. Yeah. So, oh, another interesting thing before we get into the fighter specifically. Sure. Uh, levels are always at 1,000 experience. Okay. That makes it simple. Yeah. So, basically, it's always 1,000 experience until the next level. Mm-hmm. If you're at 500, you're in the middle. Yep. So, I'm curious to see how they do that mathematically. Yeah. How that's going to break down with Ultra ratings. simple, but, like, yeah, how do you do it, right? Yeah. So, like, a challenging fight gives you... 100 every time <laughs> right That's, or do you do it based on monsters i don't know I don't it'd know. be hard to do it based on monsters unless if they get very samey well they're reworking all the monsters yeah. so that they're more samey but they have <laughs> to, to use your your term uh-huh. but they have very interesting things that differentiate them from each That's other great. and make them unique okay so like you could like a goblin is a template let's say the best template right and then there's the difference between like the water ones Mm -hmm. that have a trip attack and you know they have all these things yeah so like a goblin is your base and then you're like this one does this and that's what differentiates it Hmm. i'm assuming sure i don't haven't seen an actual example of it. yeah i mean it makes sense it makes sense um so fighter stuff yes they made some really interesting 
suggestions with fighter and they're like fighter has the most feats mm-hmm. fighter is very feet heavy and here's some examples of what you can do with a fighter um one really interesting thing is shields sure. they made fighters shield masters essentially anyone can be a shield master but fighters get better at it yeah fighters also get legendary combat skills quicker than everyone else okay and that's effectively your base attack bonus it's a proficiency bonus okay. so i don't know if that's in addition to sure or what but and essentially it's in one weapon type and then as you get higher level it broadens into more weapon oh, types. okay so it's similar to like um a ranger favorite enemy ability mm-hmm. but for weapons sure that's which interesting is, which is what i did in my career what <laughs> god Who'd have thought? god damn it <laughs> but um so shields mm-hmm. so it's an action to raise your shield and that gives you an ac bonus mm-hmm. for the entire turn okay and then as you put more feats and like fighter feats or general feats into it that gives you different things so mm-hmm. at level i don't know four or eight or whatever it is you get one called like i don't know what it's called but anyway <laughs> you use it and it extends that to an ally oh, okay. near you sure and shield then other higher levels yeah you get the same you get a higher tier shield ability that gives mm-hmm. you a bonus to your reflex saves against area effect spells and, and shit like that right yeah um, classic block the dragon's breath which is great and that's the exact example they give mm-hmm. is blocking the dragon's breath <laughs> um shit like that and then additionally not everyone gets a tax for opportunity fighters are the only class that gets it outright really yeah they can use a reaction to strike foes that do certain actions within mm-hmm. their range in a turn interesting <coughs> that might be really cool i think so I think it doesn't need to be like an inalienable right. Sure. And it makes sense for a fighter to be better at it. Mm-hmm. I'm sure other classes can get it. Yeah, they could probably feed into it at some point. Right, but fighters get it as yeah. a thing. Um, additionally, they talked about special abilities. Like there's one called, it's a fighter feat that gives you, and basically fighter feats break into passives and actives. Like mm-hmm. they give you new abilities you can use mm-hmm. or change how certain abilities work. Sure. So one of them is like charge, basically. It's like a supercharge <laughs> as two actions. So one, two of your three. Yep. You move double your speed and can make a single attack. Makes sense. No bonuses, no penalties. Really? It's just get in there, get in the thick of it. Weird. Yeah. Another one was like a pinning shot or some kind of archer thing mm-hmm. that a fighter can get. And basically, if you hit your enemy with it, they are slowed. Oh, which nice. takes away one of their actions. Oh, uh, okay. Which is cool. Yeah. Right? It's very simple. Sure. Very easy to keep up with. Um, they also gave the example of the fighters being multi-talented, so you're not really always going to go hard into one weapon. So, mm-hmm. like, you could open with, like, a volley of arrows with rapid shot, which fires two arrows at your nearest enemy, mm-hmm. um, and then switch to a great weapon and do a whirlwind. Sure. After you charge in, you know, to hit everybody. Yep. And it's like seems good i like the idea i like like the theme yeah kind of what it the the mind picture is the mind picture whatever you call it it's evocative <laughs> yes i like the uh <laughs> the fantasy i guess absolutely so i'm i don't know that's really cool yeah hmm, i'm intrigued me too and I'm, I'm hoping they keep these articles coming they did a really good job with starfinder um with their articles mm-hmm. and they made it way cooler than it was I just hope they get rid of that inventory system, not inventory, item system 
or the was, weight system oh the all the levels you wouldn't do that for a fantasy game i hope not it's just it seemed weird to me and i didn't enjoy that it doesn't work yeah but that sounds <coughs> rad like everything Pardon. that you've talked about so far is very intriguing and it's when fifth edition started getting launched like a little prior to it they started giving all this information that was very similar it's like we're taking the core essence of yeah. the game yeah i read all that stuff yeah we're going to distill it down it's going to be you know quick and easy much simpler we're going to not going to have tons of splat books like you need in pathfinder 3.5 especially. there's a million of them still of course yeah but just that idea that that was a design goal made yeah. me immediately interested in it yeah and i think i think the fifth ed stuff I didn't get as pumped for 5th Ed, mostly because mm-hmm. 4th Ed was such a disaster. <laughs> um, I bought 5th Ed Player's Guide. Mm-hmm. You know, we played. I didn't like it. I tried to play it more than once. I still didn't really like it. Yeah? Um, was it just because of the Warlock? No, I played other classes. I played Barbarian. I played Warlock. Sure. Um, I think I played Rogue once. Hmm. Just wasn't... Didn't grip you. Two samesies. Interesting. But... Um, so far, I'm in. I mean, also, Alchemist is a base class now. Ooh. They're adding that. I like it. Their main focus, they said, basically was on their four core classes, Fighter, Rogue, <clears throat> Cleric, and Wizard, because they want those to play the best together. <laughs> and they're the paragons of their roles. Yep. And everyone else is like a weird tweener class. Oh, okay. So, like a weird hybrid between some of those other ones. Which is true. Sure. I mean, when you think about it, like Bard is a rogue sorcerer. Basically. Sorcerer is just a a weird wizard. <laughs> you know, Monk is like, I don't know, Monk's its oh, own thing. Fighter rogue. Kind of, yeah. I mean, Ranger is more fighter rogue. Yeah. But on the opposite end of it. Yeah. So, it's like, you know, everyone else is a tweener. I never really thought about it before, but it makes sense. Mm-hmm. As far as core stuff goes. That is true. Be interesting to see what they pull out of that. Yeah. So I guess August is when it's getting released. Like, I'll probably pre-order it because, um, you know, who cares? Sure. <clears throat> There's we'll no see. reason not to. Like, I'm totally down to give that a shot once it releases. Yeah. I'm curious, like, what the what changes there will be mm-hmm. in the other book that they maybe release a year later or... A lot of things will change yeah we'll I'm see pretty sure a ton it seems like it's already put together they're gonna have actual live play tests at like gen con and nice stuff like that mm-hmm. for people to get the rules early and things but so far this is it that'd be really cool looks oh, neat man those rooms when i went to gen con a while back like yeah when they first released fifth i think is when i went sure and there were these two massive rooms one side was D, the other side was pathfinder and they were, you know, D&D was doing 5th edition. Yeah. Having everybody play it. Yeah. Pathfinder was doing the Pathfinder Society stuff. Massive, like the biggest rooms that they had there, and they were all full. Yeah. Every table packed. <coughs> Just people Excuse going me. at it all day. hey Did they all like get that. out at the same time and then, like, brawl? I don't know. That would have been pretty damn good. It would have been a lot of people pulling their inhalers. <laughs> <laughs> To say the least, uh, I say now that I can't speak because I'm sick. Right? Yeah, my throat's already. Bet you all. wish you had an inhaler. Sure. I've never done one. They're not great. They make you want to cough. Yeah, but you're not supposed to. You're just supposed to go. Oh, you don't cough. Now you're supposed to hold it in for a little bit because you need to hold it in your lungs. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. the meds get in there. Yeah, you got to rub them in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, rub them in with your mind lung. Oh, that's from the inside. Oh. <laughs> phrasing <laughs> not great not great at all Mm-mm. perfect but definitely check those articles out i need to i need to 
Those sound really cool. Oh my god. Sorry. Man. Man alive. Man alive. <laughs> oh, Norm. Yeah. Did you watch that Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee? I watched some of them. You wouldn't watch the Norm one? I did watch the Norm one. Okay. That's the first one I watched. It was the best. It was great just because it's like, why did you get such a small car for Yeah. Us? And plus, like, they can't handle being around each no, other. No, they can't. Like, they're both just, like, giggling the whole time. <laughs> It's so weird. They both clearly like idolize each other yeah, for the other one's traits. It's super strange. And they just sit there and just laugh and giggle. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Like it was, it was pretty solid. Super funny mm-hmm. just because they were laughing. Absolutely. And Norm was just saying things. Yeah. Which is all he has to do. That's all he does. And it's great. Yeah. But I I'm not a huge fan of Seinfeld. Like I never really have been. I'm not really either, but I think he's great on that show. He's good, yeah. Like I ended up watching I just scrolled through since there's a ton of seasons and just watched Three. clips with I think there's four or five. Oh uh, well I watched all of them. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. I They're just, short. Yeah, they are. I just scrolled through and watched the comedians that I really like. So like Bill Burr, I picked him up. The uh, Bill Burr one was good. Louis C. K. Mm-hmm. His story about the boat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> running his boat aground. <laughs> Sarah Silverman's is a lot of fun. Yeah. And just, you know, went through the list and picked out my favorites. And yeah. They were good. It was good. I enjoyed them. Did you watch the Obama one? No. It was funny. I did not know he was on there. Did Seinfeld act the same way? Or yeah. was he indifferent? He's the same. That's not surprising. Yeah. He, I mean, he's unapologetically famous. Yes. It's kind of his thing. Yeah. Which I appreciate. He's just always unapologetic. Yeah. Just in general. I, I mean, he's kind of like a sociopath. Like, I, he's very clear about it. You can see that twinkle in his eye yeah. where it's just like holding back the rage. Yeah. Maybe not rage, but like No, for sure. Fire. He's very upset. Yeah. Like, he talks about it in a lot of the episodes. Does he? Okay. Yeah. Some episodes he's obviously upset, too. Like, he's just having a bad day. <laughs> <clears throat> it's pretty good. He's uh, an interesting guy. Yeah, he really is. Hmm. Hmm. So, what up? What up? Speaking what else? of Octogoblins. Okay. Octopath Traveler got a release date. Oh, I thought it was already out. No, I wish. Oh. July 13th is when the game itself will launch. That's forever. Plus, you're the only one that has a Switch, so... That's true. I'm literally the only person. Yeah, you and Kevin. (laughs) God damn it, Kevin. (laughs) I'm Kevin. Uh, But that's coming out. I was expecting it to be much later in the year. Oh. Because there were a couple... I've been watching some of their developer videos, and they're like, yeah, we're still working on the soundtrack... We're still doing, you know, a bunch of this other stuff and made it seem like it was going to be like maybe at the end of the year. It yeah. Release. That's plenty of runway, though. Yeah. I mean, half the year. Totally down. Yeah. Super excited for sure. it. Sure. Uh, Nino Kuni 2 comes out fairly soon. Uh, I think it's today. Yeah. So I it was one of my my things that I wrote down. Oh. It's Do been tell. It's been reviewed. Has it? Yeah. How'd it get reviewed? I got a nine on Polygon. That's pretty good. It's really good. Everyone loves it. So That's impressive. <clears throat> so Did you far, ever play the first one? I played the demo. Okay. I never played the actual game. Mm-hmm. But as far as I can tell, it's more of the same and better. I see. Which is all you can really ask for. In any sequel. Yeah. yeah. Or anything, really. <laughs> more of the same, but better this time. Yeah. You like this? Well, it's better now. <laughs> okay, great. Perfect. Uh that's exciting. I actually want to give this one a shot because I played the first Nino Kuni a while ago, but I never got through the whole thing. <coughs> I played till like you get a boat, I think, and yeah. then just the interest faded. Like I took a deep nosedive and just that happens. I find stuff. I find on those kinds of games, especially because it's uh, 
more of a classic world walking around RPG. Yeah. You're like, okay, like I have a pretty good grip of what I'm doing, walking around. Then they give you a new mode of transportation. You're like, <laughs> God damn it. Fuck this. It's like, a classic Final Fantasy airship scenario. Yeah. And well, then you want to do too much. Mm-hmm. Right. But I remember in Final Fantasy seven, when you get the airplane. Sure. And then it crashes and it's a boat. <laughs> you remember that? No. Pretty sure it's seven. Uh, I remember very little. You get like seven. a biplane, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and you're like, "Cool, this is awesome!" And then immediately crash it, <laughs> and it's a boat. Awesome. And they just dupe you. You're like, "No, it's a boat. It's not a plane at all." And you're like, "What the fuck? This is worse." Yeah. And I'm like, "This is bullshit. Like, I don't <laughs> want to be using this dumb boat." Uh-huh. You know, I had an airplane, and I'd kind of just put it down for a while. A biplane sounds like it came from Final Fantasy VIII. It might not have been a biplane. I'm pretty sure Sid was there. Oh. Well, Sid's in like... Well, I mean, Spear Sid. Sure. Okay. <coughs> then, yeah, I cool Sid. Got, I think you got the right answer, though. Cool, playable Sid. Yeah. Not like dumb scientist Sid mm-hmm. or the Old others. mechanic Sid from Ugh, 15. What is the deal with that guy? I like his voice. It's just very nonchalant. Yeah. I guess if you put like um, the Japanese audio on with subtitles, mm-hmm. it's supposed to be very good. Why? Because it's just more real, I guess. Oh. <laughs> also, like, Noctis has a really dumb voice. You don't like it? Uh-uh. I like it. It's weird. I think it's, it's too good. boyish? I think it fits... It does. I think it fits because of the Platinum demo. Okay. Because you played as a little kid during that entire demo. And yeah. You're just sort of in little this... Little knocked. Yeah, you're just in this weird fantasy world where, like, you're microscopic and you're in a kid's playroom and everything's huge. Yeah. So, transitioning from that game into playing the real game, it felt like not too much time had passed. So, I felt, I think, more connected to the character. Hmm. Did you, did you play Kingdom Hearts? No, never did. Because, like, the whole Platinum demo just felt like Kingdom Hearts to me. Interesting. I need to <coughs> I need to pick Pardon. up the uh 1.5 2.5 1.75 Yeah. Whichever one has prizes. all of them? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I so bet the other ones are like really bad unplayable by now. I don't know. Kingdom Hearts 2 was the shit. Yeah? Yeah. How come? It's just the cl- it was I don't know, probably one of the first really good action slash mm. RPGs. Okay. And the Disney IP, mm. but it's great. Nice. They use everything in the right way. Everything feels right. Mm-hmm. And without being like pandery. And, That's important. And it's just well written. Mm-hmm. Um, this throat thing. I gotta get some water. Yeah. I was gonna get a cough drop, but I didn't want it like... Clacking around in your teeth? Rattling around in my mouth the whole time. That's exactly what would happen if I had a cough drop. Yeah. Well, I have some of you. <laughs> we could both do it. <laughs> God, that'd be frustrating. There's so much water in my mustache. Perfect. That's okay. where you store it. So anyway, Kingdom Hearts 2. Yes. Pacing's great. Mm-hmm. Play is great. Um, you're Zora. Sora? Sora. It's a boy mm-hmm. with a kind of weird androgynous name. You got your Keyblade or whatever. Yep. You're hanging out with Donald and, and fucking Goofy. Yeah. And they're worthless. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's just a super fun game. And uh-huh. You just go through all these weird things, and it's it's very good. And the gummy ship stuff mm-hmm. was the fucking bomb. Really? You make a ship out of, like, gummy bricks. Sure. <coughs> it didn't help. <laughs> the water didn't help at all. <laughs> but um, I spent so much time making gummy ships, it was ridiculous. Really? You attach guns to it, sure. and, like, that's where they actual, actually shoot. Really? 
Okay. So, like, the gummy cool. ship levels are, like, Star Fox on rails. Sure. Uh, and you're just trying to shoot a ton of shit and get high scores and get, like, gold or whatever. Just mm-hmm. like Star Fox. But where you have the guns is where it shoots. And you can even have parts that just float. Really? Like, you can make a giant cube if you wanted to. Sure, sure. And you had enough pieces. Uh-huh. It's, it's just a great That's little, pretty cool. It's neat. Does each one of your characters man one of the guns? No. Okay. It's just a giant ship. Okay. And you travel through, like, Disney space with it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That sounds fun. Yeah, I need to pick those up. Every time somebody mentions Kingdom Hearts, it's always positive. I've never heard anything bad about it. For sure. And never. they have a lot of good square uh, throwback stuff. Mm. Like, they have Cloud and Sephiroth and, like, Waka and Lulu and all, the, all like, the characters from the different eras the games came out sure. kind of show up. That's cool. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I'm interested. That's something I need to pick up. Because I think they have the PS4 version that includes all the games. I feel like they do. I think it came out last year i don't know maybe <laughs> i remember it being announced i was like dope but yeah. i didn't you know grab it yeah i need to pick that up <laughs> but other than that uh i've been still playing monster hunter world me too still been uh just smacking stuff with my hammer and high rank trying to upgrade my gear yeah hammer's supposed to be really good it's fun it's a exercise in patience it's supposed to be well you have like really good mobility for hammer though don't you Kinda, you have to get right next to them. Well, like yeah. there's no range on the hammer at all, so it's pretty much wait until the monster misses, or in the case of Diablos, just die because that's all I can do against him. He's tough. He's very um, quick. The black? Have you fought the black one? Beetle Goose? No, Black Diablos. No, I have not. Well, hang on to your bee hole because <laughs> I don't know how to beat Black Diablos. Perfect. So. There's, like, the beta versions of all the monsters. Yeah. Uh, some are different colors mm-hmm. and shit like that. But Black Diablos is a female Diablos that's in heat, apparently. Okay. Bitch is crazy. So, like, faster. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the Diablos, like, charge yeah, with yeah. the horns? Yep. It does that. I hate it. But from, like, 120 yards away. I hate it more. Real quick. Sure. You, I don't know if you can dodge it. That's terrible. It's bad. Yeah. That sounds literally like my nightmare. You should switch weapons. I did to the insect glaive for a while. Yeah. And it's fun. You're just <clears throat> jumping around all nimbly bimbly. But I think it's better just to upgrade my armor so my defense is high. It helps. And then just knock it one shot. I, there's So there's a weird point that you're in right now, which I was in as well, where mm-hmm. I didn't want to do anything yeah. because everything was too dangerous. <laughs> so like I went and just did like ancient forests and stuff and hunted Jagras and mm-hmm. uh, rock birds. Yeah. <laughs> Poor rock birds. <coughs> Kaluku cookies or whatever. The rock of diplomacy. Yeah. And um, I got some decent upgrades that way. Mm-hmm. Your best bet is just to get like higher defense, like rarity five or six stuff, yeah. and then start branching out. Yeah, that's pretty much what I'm doing. I think I just got to 220 <coughs> for oh. my defense, so it's it's reasonable. Yeah, I don't actually know what my defense number is. I but the amulet, like the actual defense skill oh, is sure. where it's at. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. I think I have a charm. Yeah, you get one. The first charm you get is a defense okay. charm. How do you get a... I have gems that are for level 2 slots, but I don't know how to get level 2 slots. Higher rarity weapons. Do they tell you that they're level 2 slots? Yes. 
question from, mark from what i see when i go into the crafting menu it's like sometimes you it's just a dash there's no slots and then there's a single slot and then there's two slots next to each other and then yeah. there's three slots that's how many slots there are yeah but how do i tell the quality i don't know i think it's just assumed the higher level ones take higher level stuff yeah like i can put a level <laughs> two one in my rarity six or seven okay six stuff i want to say i think i think my weird artichoke hammer yeah it's literally an artichoke yeah i saw it it's real weird yeah but uh i think that's level six but i can't equip my level two jump gem the jump gem's not very good it says it increases your evasion by a significant amount oh i'm thinking about a different one there's an airborne gem which is plus 10 percent damage from jumping attacks that'd be really good for the glaive (laughs) it would be good for the glaive be really strong i don't use that thing true oh man yeah, but just been playing a little bit more of that. Uh, Vermintide. Yeah. I upgraded my Inquisitor to be a Zealot, I think they're called. I don't know. I've only played those two times. Yeah. I really like it, but Monster Hunter has my like complete attention right sure. now. It's got you by the cojones. Which sucks, because by the time I get to Vermintide, no one's going to be playing it. Nah, I'll still be there. We'll see. This I is mean, usually how it goes for me. I'm only level 13. Yeah. Level 30, but I got... The Zealot, which is like a flail class. Yeah, you told me flail class. Oh, yeah. I did. And he's just covered in like writs from the Emperor, which is kind of cool. That's dope. He's got a shaved head and like a big scar on his forehead like the uh, sparrows in Game of Thrones. He's like an Inquisitor. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know. Like a flagellant. Exactly. Yeah. That's the kind of guy he is. But everything that I have is based on just swinging wildly and gaining attack speed. Perfect. So like the more things around me, the higher damage I deal more people around me the quicker my weapon swings yeah so it's just weird little stuff like that that's dope and start flinging flails all over the place does he have the same vocal cues still he does that's too bad i know i was hoping he would change slightly yeah. but i guess the uh the cost of recording that would be quite expensive oh fuck it <laughs> i mean game budgets are ridiculous like what's an extra like 50k gonna cost per 50k character. Yeah, whatever i don't know you're not paying someone that much i'm not to record and no one is <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, we wrote, like, I don't know, what is that, like, four pages of dialogue we need you to do? Like, here's $5,000. Like, great. (laughs) Done. accept. Yeah, like, what are you going to do? They'll be like, no. And you're like, cool, leave. We'll get someone else to do it. I just like Salt Spire's voice. Yeah, he's ridiculous. So weird and... For the Empire! And you're like, Jesus. What is wrong with this guy? Mm -hmm. Yeah. The elf, though. She's so snarky. She's very gravelly. Calls everybody mayflies. Yeah. Lumberfoots. Yeah. So racist she She's is. mean. <laughs> the dwarf's really nice. He is. He's a gentle dwarf. Yeah. Until he gets a flamethrower and then... Whew, Does he go nuts? It's so cool. I don't think he says anything. Oh. He's just this little dude with a nasty flamethrower hosing down rats and chaos. <laughs> really, anyone with a flamethrower is that. It's really neat. Yeah. But, yeah. That's all I've been doing with... Vermintide. Yeah. Oh, I played the uh, Sea of Thieves beta. Oh, right. Two weeks ago? I heard the intro was very confusing. What intro? Well, the beginning, where you're like, what do I do? Yeah, <laughs> I had that exact question. <clears throat> the game's gorgeous. Does it me. run well? It ran great on my work computer. Oh, sure. Well, your work computer's a workhorse. Yes. And, uh, yeah, I could sit there for hours just watching the water. Um, everything else 
people might think you're crazy. Absolutely. Yeah. Everything else seems okay. Yeah. I played it for like an hour. Were you playing it? with people? No. Oh. I was running a four-man ship by myself, okay. and it was actually really fun. Okay. Or maybe it was schooner. Single mast ship. I'm not sure if the galleon has two masts. Galleon should have more than one mast. Yeah. I was running the single or the duo ship just by myself. So it was a lot of fun just having to navigate all the controls, lowering the sail to a specific level so yeah. you can catch an ideal amount of wind and not go too fast. And still see. Yeah, and still yeah. see, which is kind of important. Changing the angles of those, changing the uh, direction my ship's actually going, loading my cannons, shooting at some other player that was doing the same thing as me. <laughs> He's like, God damn it! Poked a hole in the ship. Whoops. That was fun. Yeah. I ran aground, didn't realize that I actually broke part of my ship. Okay. So it sunk. Nice. <laughs> I was stranded on an island that just kept respawning skeletons over and over. Yeah, I don't think they stop. No, they don't. Yeah. Combat was kind of lacking for uh-huh. me. Yeah. Because it's just left click until it dies. <coughs> it's very flaily. Yeah. And the monsters kept getting stuck inside my character. That's annoying. Like when they move to attack, they move into you and then swing. So I got kind of stuck on that as well. Yeah, literally. Uh, yeah. But once I got moving, because my ship respawned, because once your ship dies, there's like a merman that comes out. What? Yeah, and they're just in the water, and you can go talk to him. He's like, you want to return to your ship? I was like, yes, please. And then he teleports you somewhere where your ship responds. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So I went there and just found a message in a bottle, got a random quest from one of the people in town, like Uh one of the merchant's guilds. Yep. So I just tried to find the island on the map. eventually did, ran over there, tried to figure out the controls, because actually... They don't explain anything to you in the beta. Yeah. It's not like, hey, here's your radial menu where you can equip all of your tools for whatever you need. Right. And here's your other radial menu for all the other things that you might need at some point. Yeah. It's just like, have fun. So I was running around trying to find a shovel. Didn't realize I already had all that stuff equipped on me. Yeah, you got it, yeah. So, yeah. It it was pretty much just find the island, get to it, anchor offshore so you don't smash your ship into some rocks like I did. yeah. Uh, look on the map to where you think the treasure is, walk there, shovel. Yeah. And then you dig it up after like three shovel swings. Maybe there's a skeleton pack that spawns and chases you, but you can run faster than them even with the treasure chest in your arms. So I just ran and jumped off a small mountain into my boat and sure. threw it on the ground and sailed off. Yeah. And did that a couple times, and that was my experience with it. So good, bad? Um, I don't know. It might be fun with a lot more people playing. Yeah. Like, I think that's true of all things, though. True. Uh, I didn't enjoy the PVE aspect. Um, the skeletons were, I don't know, they just seemed out of place. They seemed like placeholders for people. Sure. And that's, <clears throat> if it was a massive server with a lot of people boating around and actually doing some fun and interesting stuff, like trying to raid other people by not just camping at the docks. Like okay. I guess a lot of people were just waiting till people came over to shore where they needed to turn in the quest. Right. And just waited for them to park their ship, run over them, kill them as they're delivering the chest, and take it and deliver it themselves. Right. So kind of that spawn campy mentality, that was kind of weird. Yeah. But I think, I mean, it's absolutely gorgeous, and with some tweaking, I think it's going to be a ton of fun. Isn't it, like, out? It is. Yeah. It's fully out. Uh, I just need to... I need to upgrade my PC so that I can get Windows 10 because I can't run it at home because it doesn't run on Windows 7. Really? Yep. Okay. You can't run um, whatever their link is between Xbox and Windows 10. Really? You can't run it on 7. Oh, shit. Yeah. So I can't even pick up the game yet. Huh. 
Mm-hmm. Well, ugh, okay. Yeah. That's disappointing. <laughs> Luckily, I have a tax refund coming in, which I think I could be able to pick up a uh, new PC with. Hopefully. Nice. Good job. Yeah. Good job paying those taxes and then getting some of them back. Yeah. <laughs> I did it. Yeah, I guess. America. <laughs> So that's that's the goal right now. Yeah. Because if we could get a solid group of people that just want to run around and play it for like an hour at a time. Yeah. I think it'd be pretty fun. If it's good, I'll, well, fuck, I'm not going to get Windows 10, so. Oh. Well. F that. There you go. I refuse. A lot of people did when it first came out because of that. Well, I was not going to get it right when it came out. Oh. I'll get it. If I get a new computer, I'll get Windows 10. Mm-hmm. But I was not going to be a first adopter on a sure. new fucking Windows. Always dangerous. The worst. Yeah. Let yeah. other people charge those trenches. Yeah. I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. People know better. Like, I don't <laughs> understand. Like, every time this happens, something something bad happens. Absolutely. I don't yeah. even know how well this one went. I, it went okay. Sure. I remember Scott had a lot of trouble with it mm-hmm. and, like, had to call Microsoft support and do uh, all this shit. And he was, like, weirdly, like, okay about it. Really? I don't even. So he must have put a good impression on him other than the support issues. Yeah. That's good. That's I remember he's like, oh, yeah, I did it. I went to Windows 10, and someone was like, oh, how was it? He's like, oh, like, it took me like three days to get it to work, but it's okay. And I'm mm-hmm. like, that's a weird fucking concession <laughs> right there. Because uh, I guess, like, it over, you know, you basically lose your, your old OS no yeah. matter what, and you yeah. can't roll it back. Yep. And, like, he couldn't reinstall his old OS because he didn't have the disk or the code oh. or some shit, so he was basically stuck. Sure. I think that's what happened. It was a long story, and he was just so okay about it. I'm like, this is weird. <laughs> Something's not right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, suspicious. Very suspicious. Mm. Yeah. Other than that, um, I started playing Rhyme. Rhyme. R i m e. Yeah. R h y m e. Uh huh. It's uh, you may have seen me playing it on PlayStation. Yeah. But it's on the PlayStation Store for free. I think now. I think I added it to my library. Yeah. Um. So I found out about this game initially from the theme store on PlayStation. I think we talked about that like one or two episodes ago where you can actually go and download themes that change the background. Yeah, dynamic themes. Yeah. Yeah. I searched through the free ones because I'm cheap. Yeah. And... I'm not paying for a dumb theme. <laughs> Fuck that. And there's very few dynamic themes that are not garbage. Free. Or that are free. Both. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. And so I scrolled through some of them and I didn't like most of them until I ran across Rhyme. And it changes the PlayStation music to be just this, you know, ocean sound and, you know, seagulls and just nice, calm orchestral music. Right. And the image is just of, a like, but, this beach with oh. some crabs and a fox. And I was like, okay, this is cool. It's right. active. If you go to the top screen, it changes to, like, nighttime, and that's a cool shift. Mm-hmm. So I tried it out and enjoyed it for quite some time, and then I just changed it, like, a week ago before I started playing Rhyme itself. Of course. I was like, okay, that was cool. I like that a lot. So, Saw Rhyme was actually for free on the PlayStation Store. Yeah. For four. And uh, downloaded that and installed it and decided to give it a shot. And it's basically, to sum it up simply, it's Journey, but a different variation of Journey. Okay. So, it's still a game where there's no talking. You're just a character that's running through this mysterious place, solving little puzzles and trying to find out the overarching story that's going on behind the scenes. Okay. Um, there's this little kid that gets shipwrecked upon this island, and in the middle of this island, there's this massive tower. And you're, everything is very um, blue as far as the color scheme. 
and there's very few like red hued objects uh-huh. the one exception well two exceptions being your cloak it's like a very small square of red uh-huh. so it just covers like your shoulder blades and that's it you see this character a little bit into the story that's i don't know maybe 20 minutes in he's a full red cloak so he's got you know face coverage full cloak covering his entire body and he's always like just in front of you sort of like the g-man in half-life okay how he just sort of shows up and then walks off screen you just kind of see his legs yeah and you can never catch him Uh uh-huh or at least not yet he's uh the other character that's in red and there's a fox that seems to link you it's this spiritual fox that sort of leads you to the next area okay like he'll just show up and start barking at you from a distance and as soon as you show up he'll start running and guiding you to where you need to go and then vanish into a puff of leaves but the fox tends to hang out with the older dude, I yeah. assume, in the red cloak. Right. And then sort of ferries you towards him. Uh-huh. But I'm assuming the character is either your dad or yourself from the future. Right. Unsure which. Totally. But the game is basically you shipwreck. You are solving these little puzzles that are um, taught very well. The mechanics are fairly intuitive, which is nice. Uh, like Journey, you can run around and you can yell at stuff. So if you hit triangle and you're by yourself, you'll just start like humming to yourself softly. Yeah. But if you're by a fire pit or this weird, any type of, there's multiple statues that are like a translucent green color, but when you get close to them, they start to glow. And if you shadow them, then they do something Uh like they'll flip over for a certain period of time and open up a new area and then shrink back and lower that area off again. Yeah. That kind of thing. Or they'll change location briefly or they're one of three triggers that you have to hit simultaneously in order to open the door for reels yeah okay so little toggle puzzles basically exactly yeah and there's a couple little push and drag puzzles there's some platforming and climbing puzzles gotta do push and drag puzzles of course and that's that's basically what i've done so far and the game is fantastic dope like this is a amazing game that i've played so far this year i think it came out last year i think so it looks gorgeous it's on unreal uh there's an orchestral soundtrack which is amazing. Yeah, it's right up your alley. Absolutely. Yeah. I was listening to it today at work just oh. because it's really, really good. Woof. It's by David Garcia Diaz. Okay. Just in case you were curious. <laughs> is it hyphenated? No. Okay. Nope. But it's really good. Um, fantastic music. And it fits really well into the storyline and the theme. And probably the best part about it is that there's not a lot of downtime. Because even if you want to try to solve a puzzle the wrong way yeah like you might jump and fall to your doom instead of falling forever dying and then reloading your save what it does is as soon as you start to fall to the point of no return it just black screens you and then immediately ports you back to the room before you made that jump okay so it's just a very quick okay that didn't work trial and error i'll do something different yeah and so you don't have any downtime you don't feel bad for like throwing this kid into a pit of endless darkness. Yeah, you don't see him just fall to his death. Exactly. A la, like, uh, not Limbo, the other one. <laughs> Inside? Inside. Yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> jumping down, breaking your legs, getting eaten by dogs. Yeah, oh, yeah. the dogs are rough. Yeah, those are painful. Being, like, chased by sewer maidens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are terrifying. <laughs> those are really scary. It yeah, fucked me up. Yeah. <laughs> really bad. And the robots that just like tase you and drag your limp corpse off. I was more okay with that. Were you? Really the water st- you know how I am about water, but Yeah, they just drag you into the deep. Well, and they just timed it so well, just tangent off mm-hmm. where it's like, "Oh my god, it's going to get me. Oh my god, it's oh, going to yeah. get me." Uh, uh, yep. And it's so close. Yep. 
And then it did. Every time. Sometimes it didn't, though. Sometimes it didn't. And then, in the cutscene, it doesn't, it gets you and it's nice. <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck is this? Why are you nice before? It sounds cool. Yeah, it's a blast. So, just been playing through that. It's um, longer. I keep thinking it's going to end. It's yeah. like, oh yeah, this is going to be the ending. And it just keeps going. Good. So, That's good, right? I think so, yeah. <laughs> I, I wasn't sure what the story was, but it felt like it was going to be an ending. And I continued, and it was a end of an act. Yeah. So I think I'm in act three now out of six. Okay. So I thought it was going to end a while ago. Now I think I'm halfway through. But just throwing time at it, and it's, yeah. it's fun. It's really well put together. It's gorgeous. Sounds great. Dope. Storyline's curious. It's really all you can ask for. Yeah. Especially in a free game. Absolutely. Yeah. This Impressive. is one of the best free games I've played ever trying to think of any others recently that i really really liked well octopath traveler well that was the demo but still free. i did like it a lot <laughs> still free yeah but this is fantastic yeah if you can download it uh, i think i did i think i added it, it. Yeah, yeah give it a shot it's it's very interesting dope yeah then other than that just did another escape room i saw yeah I saw you have it. escape room fever i do i yeah. really do it's a dr jekyll mr hyde theme it's was pretty it cool? cool it was the first room was uh, the Jekyll theme, so it was all Victorian, nice, soft music being played inside, uh, yeah. bookshelves. Smelled bad. Yeah, of course. And then we opened it up by putting these chess pieces on a board, just so. and then Just so. Just so. And then there was a mechanical click, and then a, a bookshelf from the opposite wall yeah. swings open. That's cool. Went in there, and that was the hide room, so it was like all grim stone, like stuff scrawled on the walls, very animalistic. Yeah. But, yeah, it was good. It was really well put together. Uh, we crushed it. We had, like, 20 minutes left when we finished. Dope. We didn't use any clues. Seems like a rip-off. It was good. Oh. Like, it was... We've done a few where the puzzles were not that clever, and it kind of did feel like a rip-off, but this was not one of them, even though we did so well. It's not your fault that you guys are so goddamn smart, either. It's not their fault. I don't think it's because we're smart. I think it's just because we've done so many. Yeah. Like, we know what to expect. Yeah, there's only so many, like, permutations for yeah. for puzzles that you can build on, mm-hmm. you know. But the next one we're going to do, I'm not sure if I talked about this last time. I think I did, but the hex room. Yeah, you told us about the hex room. So I read up about it a little bit more. And apparently, before you actually go in, you all take a quiz. Because it's designed kind of like Cabin in the Woods, uh-huh. where you take this quiz and it assigns you a role of either the nerd, the yeah. jock, Dope. the prom queen, okay. the virgin, the something, and then the sixth one. Thor. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Thor is the last one. Yeah. And you're all locked in your own room, and some people might be able to talk to each other. I think there's like a little mail slit in some of the rooms. Sure. So, um... Yeah, your goal as a whole is to escape. Yeah. But there's a sub-goal where it's you need to survive. Right. So it's a 20% success rate and a 5% survival rate. And the way that you don't survive is by not finding your individual escape from your room. Oh, okay. So, like, you can leave people behind. Yeah. That kind of thing. So I'm really interested to see what that's about. Oh, huh, that's interesting. Yeah. It's a complication. Yeah. And there's one called uh, Cromwell Estate, which was described to me by the person that ran the other escaping that we just did. And they said it was very much Resident Evil 7. 
where there's one man that's chasing you in this dilapidated farmhouse. Yeah. And he actually does chase you, like, from room to room and that kind of thing. That was the, the feeling that she described it as. Huh. Very Resident Evil 7, like, decrepit. Super intrigued to find <laughs> that out. Yeah. Just because that sounds like a lot of fun. All Anything right. Resident Evil 7. Yeah, you love that game. Did yeah. you play the DLC? No. Okay. It was really expensive. Didn't love it that much. It was like 20 bucks okay. per pack. Yeah. I'm sure and there's was... a season pass. So let's. I wrote some stuff down. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> First thing. Uh-huh. So Fig posted Fig, um, Fig like the thing where yeah. you Kickstarter buy parts of games. Yeah. Um, posted their first like earning summary. So I Ooh. guess they were down financially uh-huh. as a company. Sure. By 17%, which is really bad. But um, investors, mm-hmm. on average, for all the stuff for last year, got a 225% return on their investment. What? That's crazy. So it's kind of weird. So they're skewing the numbers a little bit mm-hmm. because one of the games that isn't out yet, but yeah. that was successfully figged. I don't know what they call it. <laughs> called um, Outer Wilds. Let's call it figged. Figged. Um, called Outer Wilds, which is like a space-type game. Uh-huh. It kind of looks like um, No Man's Sky, <laughs> but hopefully good. Uh-huh. I don't know. But basically, Didn't it got... Didn't get a lot better after the first update? Who knows? I thought you said... I thought you played it. I did, but I was like, this is hard. <laughs> like, they made it too hard. <laughs> Because I wanted to play survival mode uh-huh. because that was the new not? thing. And I'm like, it was too hard. Interesting. It was bullshit. Oh. So, not, and like, not hard like fair, sure. hard like dumb. <laughs> anyway, so um, Annapurna, like yeah, hard like dumb. <laughs> Annapurna, the production company yeah. um, that has done some other big games, mm-hmm. bought this game from the company that was producing oh. it. Okay. And basically the investors get together and they're like, okay, you can either... They took a buyout, essentially. Sure. So everyone that put money in on that already got paid out on it. Mm-hmm. And that greatly inflated this yeah. like percentage. Okay. So... Did they give a percentage without that included? They did not. Uh, uh, so And this game isn't even out. Sure. But the buyout is interesting because everyone gets paid even if the game doesn't release. That's good. That's how it should be. Right. And that's just because the company bought the rights for everything. Kind of interesting. Absolutely. It was an interesting story, so I thought it would be kind of cool. Absolutely. I didn't realize... Well, now I'm curious about the numbers to whether or not Fig is a good investment. Uh, It is if it's a good game. Sure. That sells well. I mean... Whatever happened to the Jay and Silent Bob game that was Fig? Still in production. Okay. Everything's still... I mean, they did Wasteland... Three? Three on there, still mm. in production. Yep. Uh, they did Pillars of Eternity 2. Oh, I didn't know they figured that. I'm pretty sure they figured that. Okay. And they did a bunch of stuff. But the thing is, like, there's no publicity on any of this fig stuff. Yeah. I don't know why. Like, whenever I go to their website, I'm like, oh, these games? Yeah. And they're like, oh, we stopped taking money for that a long time ago. I'm oh. like, this is so dumb. But whatever. Interesting. Yeah, what it's kind of interesting. Hmm. There has to be a way to market themselves and get in on some like cash back for driving people to the figging yeah i don't know maybe they can't because it's technically like a uh investment thing it could be yeah could but be some weird there's also some hoops you have to jump through to really donate to really put a decent investment towards it and really? most people do not want to do that oh. you have to actually have like an investment like a um, portfolio number oh. it's like an official thing sure. as like an investor yeah 
and it's something you have to do, like there's paperwork and stuff. Well, that makes things complicated. Yeah. I looked into it, and I'm like, I don't know. Because that's do the this. thing with Kickstarter. It's like impulse purchasing. Right. You just jump in there. It's like, that sounds cool. Backed. But there's no potential for you to make money on a Kickstarter. Yeah. Unless it's yours. <laughs> but there's also no potential for you to impulse purchase a fig if you have to set up that stuff. Well, you can do it at lower tiers. Oh. Lower amounts. Okay. But for a real investment over, mm-hmm. I think, $1,000, mm-hmm. 500 to $1,000. You do need to set up special stuff. Okay. So that won't be impulse purchased anyways. <coughs> no, it's an investment. Yeah. Like a real one. Good. The other stuff's just basically Kickstarter stuff. Yeah. Like, give us 30 bucks, and we'll give you the game, and maybe you'll make some money on the top end. <laughs> sure. But the return on that is much lower. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Um, the other thing, mm-hmm. um, NVIDIA cracked basically real-time cinematic quality rendering i saw that i sent you that video it was gorgeous how did that happen they've been working on it (laughs) so basically they got together with microsoft Uh and um have been co-developing stuff that will work for this basically Hmm. and what it does is like movie quality pre-rendered cinematics like in real time so so i can only imagine the computational power that it takes i'm sure it's ridiculous (coughs) sorry how dare you but um it's fucking awesome yeah it looks great and basically it's called um seam ray ray tracing oh yes and casting ray casting ray casting ray tracing is it one of the two anyway it's it's basically backwards Mm-hmm. It's taking the path of light backwards instead of forwards. I guess it would be tracing then. Yeah, it's ray, I, think I think it's ray tracing. So basically what it what it does is the way we perceive everything is light bouncing off of it yep. no matter what. So this just does it the other way, <laughs> which is crazy. No problem. <clears throat> yeah. But um just it's, the way we don't do things. Yeah, it's really interesting and mm-hmm. the tech demo stuff for it is really cool. And um, what's funny is I was reading this article on Poly. I read it on Reddit, and mm. then I was like, okay. And then I found the same essential article on Polygon. Yeah. But Polygon had some other stuff in there. Get out of here, cat. Oh. But it says, look at my butt. It's in my mouth. <laughs> um, get your tail off the mic thing. <laughs> anyway. Uh, they added some notes to their thing saying, like, oh, NVIDIA, uh, I mean, uh, ATI contact us as well they're also working on something like this with microsoft oh so they ati contacted them specifically to say like hey like we're doing it too that's weird so So microsoft uh, is playing both of them well i mean i'm sure it's you know they're just trying to make it universal yeah but (coughs) i think it has to do with like direct x stuff sure and uh engines yeah but all the tech yeah right and so yeah we'll see i mean i'm curious to see like what this means for gaming in the future though absolutely basically there's like a direct correlation with graphics increase Mm -hmm. and like player base it sounds like windows 10 will be required yeah it sounds like windows 10 is going to be required for state of decay 2 yeah it is that's bumming me out (laughs) i mean i can upgrade this machine to windows 10 but Ugh. Mm-hmm. formatting and trying to get my microphone to work again oh catastrophe <laughs> really the worst part literally impossible hours <laughs> so yeah so that's kind of neat yep um 
We'll put a link to that. I think, what was it? Seed something, something? The YouTube thing or something? Yeah, Seed, yeah, Project. Seed Project or something. Um, God of War 3. So basically they released like the first, well, they let people preview the first two and a half hours or three hours of gameplay. Uh-huh. And so far, like, people are saying it's really good. Nice. And that, like, it actually has a very, like, well-written story, mm-hmm. like, very deep like understanding of the characters and actually one of the guys who worked on the first three games mm. came back to do this one and oh. he's like i want it to be a completely different game because i'm a different person now like yeah. he's like the lead writer sure he's like i'm a dad like i'm not just making like hack and slash yeah. games like i want it to be like a meaningful story that's really cool and it looks really good it does uh the combat looks really just grueling and fierce mm-hmm. and uh interesting you can upgrade all your stuff you know all that kind of shit yep. it's like tomb raider with a with a pal but you're kratos <laughs> so i don't know how that's gonna go amazingly yeah um that's so yeah that's basically all i got on that i read a longer article about it but it was more just about how it's a pretty touching story and how it gave some background on kratos's character yeah and like how he interacts with his son and how kratos doesn't actually have a good uh, idea of how a father should act. Yeah, that makes sense. Based on his upbringing. Yeah. Because Zeus is his dad. Yeah. Yeah. He was not usually a uh, good father. Yeah. And how, how Zeus's dad wasn't a great dad either. Mm-hmm. It's kind of interesting. Kronos? Yeah. Didn't he, didn't he eat he all tried, his kids? He tried to eat <laughs> Zeus. Yeah. He did. That's not usually a, not a great dad. fatherly thing. They had a funny thing in there. It was like, yeah, Zeus's dad tried to eat him. And then it was in parentheses, long story. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, okay. <laughs> it's really well written. <laughs> so looking forward to that probably. Absolutely. Um Far Cry 5 mm-hmm. comes out in like a week. It does. There's no reviews for it. Really? I'm pretty sure it's like a no review game. Yeah, they're holding off. So I'm curious. I have watched some gameplay for it. It looks like Far Cry 3. Yeah. I mean, it looks the same. That was my favorite Far Cry. Me too. Uh, I didn't play 4, so I couldn't say. Sure. But uh, 4 might be better. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't play it either. Yeah, no one did. Uh, <laughs> so I am... I don't know. I'm interested. I like the setting a lot. Absolutely. And the setting's the most intriguing part for me. I think that's really neat. It's like to go from, you know, tropical islands to the Himalayas to the past to, to like Montana. middle America. Yeah. It's like, okay, this is an interesting change of pace. Yeah. I'm down. Let's I like, see where this goes. I like that in theory. And I'll probably pick it up for PC. Mm-hmm. But if I have to reinstall UB Play or whatever, you will. I'm going to kill Spoiler somebody. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Don't let it be me. So we'll see. Oh, yeah, you need that. Yeah. Um, we'll see. So I'm hoping it's good. Mm-hmm. Um, I really hope it is because, like you said, we've been watching it for a while. Yeah. It looks great. Yeah. The setting's cool. I love the idea of cults. All the trailer, all the cults. the stuff they've had, advertisements and stuff, has been really good. Yep. Um, Ubisoft is amazing at that stuff, oh, though. Yeah. So it's like hard to parse, really, but... I don't know if it plays just like three, mm-hmm. but it's like rural America. Yeah, I'm down. Right, I'm okay with that. I don't see it being worse. Um, but yeah, who knows? Yeah, <clears throat> I watched it, somebody play mm. it a video of like a dude playing it for I don't know like 20 minutes today. Mm. I didn't watch the whole video, but he was just like bouncing off the the end of the demo zone. He oh. kept trying to leave the area. I'm uh. like, this is the worst video. <laughs> like, why would you upload this? <laughs> 
<laughs> and it was on he couldn't aim very good he was just spraying all over the place oh. i'm like this is terrible worst he's playing on playstation so it's hard to aim mm. but still mm-hmm. woof god one of the people i play overwatch with yeah plays on controller what yeah on pc on PC, he plays with the controller okay it's real good what yeah it's like if i can get him as a lucio or a soldier really any character he wants to play it's fucking good really yeah He's better than most people I know with mouse and keyboard. Weird. Yeah. I didn't know that kind of skill was possible on a controller. Does he have like a special controller? No. He's just a console gamer. Weird. Yeah. I was super impressed. That's bizarre. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. Ugh. But that's pretty much all I got. Um, I think... That makes me sick. Ooh, I feel like I'm going to throw up. Right. Well, God of War is a month. It's mm-hmm. 420. Lulz. Weird choice. Blah. That's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, Far Cry 5 comes out next week, so I have too many games as it is. It's but true. I really want to play more Warhammer 2. Yeah. But you just need time. After I beat, well, Total War Warhammer 2. Oh, that one. But after I beat uh, it with Tomb Kings, mm-hmm. I haven't wanted to go back. That's okay. That's the That game in particular, unlike Civilization, is one that. I want to play through one specific campaign, finish it in like 90 hours, and then drop it for a yeah. few months. And yeah. then come back later when I have like the bug for another faction. For sure. And then run through that again. That's what I do with that. Yeah. Whereas with Civ, it's like, okay, this faction has, you know, a couple different upgrades that are fairly minimal oh, they're all comparatively. The same. Yeah. And I just want to try their play style. Right play through it for a bit and it's like i want to try these other guys now yeah and just immediately hop into some other game it's like oh these guys are supposed to be good early game and you're like i don't see what the big deal is i died yeah <laughs> you try to go on the offensive early it's like they have walls you're like oh fuck <laughs> how are my club guys gonna get inside i'll never get in there it's ridiculous <laughs> uh, yeah but that's all i got that's all i got yay thanks for listening to uh the legend of things check us out on our website the legend of things.com uh, <clears throat> sorry. Uh, <laughs> listen, listen to, to Sean's sick voice. Listen to my sick voice. Listen to us on SoundCloud and iTunes. Check us out on Facebook and um, Twitch. Anything? I haven't. No. I haven't either. The only thing I can do is PlayStation because my regular computer is degrading fast. Yeah, it's too bad. To a reasonable point where well, it's like I don't want to do this. Just upgrade for reals this time. I'm gonna just spend all the money. I don't want to spend all the money. Just do like I wish 14. Bitcoin wasn't destroying the video card market. Ugh, woof. That would be nice. It's the worst. Get out of here, Bitcoin. Seriously. Just let me play my game. You can pick up like a 1070, though. Pretty reasonable. Those are the ones that are going pretty hot. Yeah, they're pretty hot, but they're not that bad. Yeah. Especially because they have all the like clocked ones. You, if you don't True. get the higher clock ones, you're usually okay. Yeah. Rough. You're not super into like the nuts and bolts of that stuff. You just want not it anymore. to work. Yeah. I used to be all about that, but now it's just like I don't have the time yeah. to like research this so completely. Yeah. I love that stuff. I know. But yeah. I know you do. Anyway, John's going to get a new computer allegedly. Yay! <laughs> all right, everyone. Have a good rest of the week, and um, that's it. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs>
Legend of Things. And for the love of all that is good and holy, subscribe on iTunes and leave us a review. Until next time, this has been the Legend of Things. Thing.